Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome, Welcome to Los Angeles. Angeles. Welcome, Glamgelinos. We hope you stay a while. Cute. That's cute. Happy New Year. I like to start off every episode with a shoulder roll. Shoulder roll. Loosen things up. It's like an exercise class. I could use a shoulder roll right now. I'm actually going to be getting a full body scrub <gasps> by the time I have this episode. Oh, my God. Go live. At Pelliker. So exciting. I cannot wait for your review. Y'all, I've never been Korean spa. Sarah got me a gift certificate last year that I did not utilize, unfortunately. And so before the Globes, I'm going to go and get my body scrubbed down so then I can get myself tan on that night. I would love to hear, one, your review of just like the whole experience and two, what the self-tanner application is like post-body scrub. Oh, I'm so excited. And I was looking into it to do a little research. And I love that they have the Vici spa table. It's like this specific Vici machine that dispenses the water onto the body. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. And they're playing it. music. So it makes you feel less like a piece of meat. Right. It's great. I can't wait. I'm so excited. It's going to be fabulous. We haven't done a wife in a while, and obviously we had a little bit of a holiday break. Should we talk about products that we were using? Yes, I think so. Okay. I think we should because I had many. I went back to good old Texas, and I went to the Ulta that I talk about every time I go to Texas. The giant one with the Chanel in it. I love it. Kirby loves to buy makeup, even though she does not need. Kirby loves going to Ulta and Sephora and buying things she doesn't need. That's how you know she's a true beauty person. And I also love seeing what my mom has in her bathroom. Yes, that's always really fun. Because, you know, I gift my mom a bunch of stuff, but then she'll go out and buy things. And I like to see what she's using. Totally. It's all very fascinating. She had this amazing tree hut scrub in oh. her shower. It was the candied lemon. Y'all, game changer. Also, I love that your mother is like, I'm a glow recipe girl, stacking up her products to see how high she can. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know that trend that people are doing? Why are people doing that? <laughs> so weird. Don't understand it. But Janet is a dewdrops girly. She wrote me and said, is there any way you can get me dewdrops? They're sold out here. She goes, the damn children. I'm like, wow. Even Janet sees... A lot of people liked that episode. They wrote me and said, I really love this episode. If you haven't listened to it, you should. They're both just obviously have been in the industry for so long and have so much insight. And they still are so involved in the business, obviously. So they're just so wise. So yeah, listen to that episode. But love that she's like, I'm a glow recipe girly. I'm a dewdrops girl. She should be in the next campaign. Oh my God. Can you imagine Janet in a Sephora? Wow. 
That'd be fabulous. Okay. What is the first product you want to talk about? Okay. The first product that I want to talk about, which I love that we're doing wife since we haven't in a while, is Kiss Falscara. I am pretty sure I talked about this product when it first launched in the throes of the pandemic when nobody was wearing makeup. Yeah. But Kiss Falscara was my number one product I used makeup wise in Texas during the holidays. So if you're not familiar, Kiss made essentially a dupe of Lashify. Lashify are the eyelash, quote unquote, extensions that you can do at home where you put the glue on underneath the eyelash and you apply it underneath instead of on top. I think it's very innovative and a complete game changer. However, that system from Lashify is pretty expensive. And for me personally, even though the lashes did hold up really well, it was a bummer if I forgot that I was wearing them yeah. and then washed my face and then one came out and went down the drain or like I destroyed it with mascara or something. So I think Falscara is a really nice option for people that want to try the Lashify system without having to make the big investment. And then if they are like, okay, you know what? I want to upgrade. They can go to Lashify. But Kiss, y'all know it, very mass brand. And Falscara is the same modality, essentially. They have a version called Impress Mm -hmm. where you can stick them on your lashes without any glue. They have like the adhesive already on them. I have not tried those, but I am a big fan of the original version. You have this (laughs) double-sided, this double-sided tube. One side is essentially a mascara that's an adhesive that you put on underneath the eye. You don't need too much. You just put a little bit like really close to the base. Then you take the tweezers that come with it and you take the piece of the lash, adhere it underneath, press it together, and then you seal it with the other side of the tube. These are so easy to remove. And they were literally like, I was looking at myself, Sarah, going, I look like I have Sarah tan lashes (laughs) without having to go and lay down for however long to get them. And I was probably doing them faster than applying mascara. Right. Because I wasn't going, okay, well, I need to add more on this end and like zhuzh it. It was just like, bam, 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 bam. And then you clump them together with the tweezer. It makes your eyes look more open. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan. I'm like an expert level applicator now. No, totally. So my sisters and my niece in high school, I think they go back and forth between Lashify and Falscara because there's also like these huge Facebook groups that are like obsessed and have like all these hacks and tips and tricks, but so quick. Like once you like practice, I mean, I can't speak from experience because I'm not, but like they can do it so quickly now. Yep. Once you practice, it's like the Dyson Airwrap. Yeah. Once you figure it out, you're an expert. I also like that Falscara has so many different types. Mm-hmm. Like they have the Bambi Wisps. You can buy a bunch of shorties. You can buy the multi-packs that have like short, medium, long. One of my eyes, I can use a long on the end, but the other eye I can't because it just looks crazy. So you can really, you know. Yeah, customize. Customize it. So Falscara was just very close to my heart this holiday season. I loved it. It was great. Okay, what's yours? Okay, one of the products that I started using and could not stop using is a product from By Rosie Jane. It's the Wake the Fuck Up Everyday Body Milk. (laughs) 
Oh, shit. <laughs> That's aggressive. I know. It's called wake the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, that's like one of her like one of her scents is wake the fuck up where it's like it's just really a, an invigorating <laughs> scent. It, but in general, she has the body milk that comes in different scents. The one that I like is wake the fuck up because as everyone knows, I love a citrus scent. So it's like lemon, verbena, grapefruit, eucalyptus. But aside from the delicious scent, what I love about this product is that it's a body milk. So it's like a, it is like technically like a toner and a moisturizer in one for your body, but it's milky. Like it's not a lotion. And one thing that I hate to admit to everyone is a problem is that I'm so bad at putting lotion on after the shower. I just, yeah, I don't like doing it. I'm so bad at it. Like I don't like feeling like I have to wait to dry and then put the lotion on. And then like, I have to like wait for that to like dry down so then I can put my pajamas on because I've like been taking showers at night lately. So that's like something that I am like struggling to work on <laughs> or a resolution, I should say. And this product makes it so easy for me because it really, really like absorbs into the skin, but also keeps my skin hydrated. So just like, you know, the glazing milk, let's say from Road, which unfortunately Kirby can't use because it causes her to break out. Yeah. But like that, like a toner, like a milky toner for your body, it absorbs my like skin just feels so amazing. I love rubbing it in. The scent again is just smells so fresh, but she has a bunch of different scents. This product was introduced to me by Megan Decker on my team. She likes Uh the Dulce scent. That one's got more of like a vanilla scent. And I think there's one that has like no scent at all. There's chill the fuck out, wake the fuck up, calm the fuck down. (laughs) Like, I love that this is supposed to be like a sensual experience. And literally, it's like, I'm using wake the fuck up, bitch. (laughs) She also has a wake the fuck up facial cleanser. That's really, really good. By Rosie Jane, it just sounds like very delicate and unassuming. And then the name is really just kind of throwing me off. It feels very aggressive for the brand. Totally. That's the only reason why I'm laughing about it. Yeah, she's a little sweet and sassy. Yeah. And then like the ingredients, it's like organic cucumber, hydrosol, sunflower oil, turmeric root, aloe vera, all like really soothing, healing, hydrating products. And then it's like, wake the fuck up. Wake the fuck up. (laughs) So that was a product I really loved. You have to try it if you have it. Yes, I definitely need to try this. That's amazing. (laughs) You know that I love balms, like not balms, but um, serums, body serums, things like that, that absorb really quickly. So next on my list... I was going to go this direction, but you actually reminded me of a different product that I want to highlight instead. Go for it. Body product. We mentioned it in our beauty trend predictions episode. It's a body stone from Kate McLeod. And the body stone is actually a lotion. It's not a cleanser. It's not for your hair. It is for when you're out of the shower and you need to moisturize your body. I have the daily stone. This stone smells amazing. It is invigorating. It's bright. It makes you excited to wear it. I actually, I feel like it's meant to be for maybe the morning, but I really appreciate it at night. This is the signature scent from Kate McLeod. It is frankincense, rose, and neroli. I love neroli. I'm a neroli girl, so I knew I was going to love it anyways. But this particular product has made me really slow down at night when I'm getting Mm. ready. So I will floss and brush my teeth. Then I wash my face and then I start doing my body care. And with this, it's, you know, it looks like soap. It's a, a Sindet bar. 
and it's a solid lotion and you have to warm it up in your hands so that it can be used. And then you apply it. You can apply it directly to your skin and glide it over, or you can apply it to the palms of your hands and apply and, you know, rub it in. But for me, it makes my skin look amazing. Like I'm planning on wearing this when I go to the Globes on Sunday because I don't like oils. Mm -hmm. All of these oils have come out that have shimmers in them, and I'm just not a big fan of that. I need something that's actually going to dry down. With this, it's emollient, so it does give you a little bit of a sheen, but then it eventually does dry down, and it helps to moisturize areas that are dry in general. So just the aromatherapy experience and the act of actually Mm -hmm. warming it up and then gliding it on the skin, it truly feels like... I am caring for myself yeah. and actually taking time to think about myself. So Kate McLeod, Daily Body Stone. She has so many varieties. She has face stones, body stones, all kinds of things. She has a sex stone. She had a... Was that like a loop? Yeah. She had a... It's sold out now. She Why did I keep on wanting to say pesticide? Like a bug spray stone. Oh, wow. A repellent. A repellent. A bug repellent stone. Oh, for like summer. Ooh. Yes. It's obviously sold out right now. It's like citronella. Yep. I didn't look too much into it. And it's beautiful too. Have you gotten one of her stones before? Yep. Comes in this beautiful, reusable bamboo carton. Yeah. And the act of taking it out of the cloth and then apply, uh, it's just so decadent. I think it's an amazing gift and it's an amazing gift for yourself. So highly recommend it. Love that. Look at us taking care of our bodies in 2024. Love body care. Love it. Okay. What's your next one? Okay, so this is a product that I I don't think I've talked about before. It's Iris and Romeo's Weekend Skin. It's their like skin tint, but it has mineral SPF 50. It's got vitamin C in it and it's got niacinamide in it. So I use this product as like a sunscreen, but also when I just want to like, I, I feel like I always say this, but this is the reality that I live in like before like a Zoom call or if I'm just like working from home or running errands and I just want my skin to look a little bit more even and glowy but protected, Uh this product is so good. It's sheer and it comes in two shades. Technically, it's meant for all skin tones, which I really do think that even if you have a deeper skin tone, it will not leave a white cast because it's like has a tint to it. For me, like it really does look very, very sheer, but it really just like evens out the redness on my cheeks and around my mouth. I've been having some a little bit of perioral dermatitis from I don't really know what I was trying, but now I'm like freaking out because Shawnee scared me and was like, you're going to have that for like months. You have to use your like the sulfur mask to like get rid of it. I was like, Jesus. (laughs) I love that she's just like, sorry, bitch, you're screwed. Have fun with that one. I know. Don't brush your teeth after you do your skincare. Brush your teeth and then do your skincare. Oh, why is that? This should be everybody's rule because there's some ingredients in toothpaste and especially like with your mouth, like germs and stuff like that. If it gets on the corners in this area. It's like reactive. Yes. So and then like you're like, okay, I'm done. So you wipe it, but it's like not actually getting rid of anything. So I can't remember who told me this. This was maybe two or three years ago. But they said, maybe it was in our perioral dermatitis episode with Dr. Bonhusali. Oh, and I was gone for that. Yeah. 
you were pregnant, I believe. First time around. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was. Yeah. Or like, I think I was on mat leave with Zoe. Okay. Yeah. So don't brush your teeth after you do your skincare. Your The first step of your skincare routine should be brushing your teeth and then you cleanse your face. Actually, no, that was with Kate. And I listened to that. I remember. Wow. Okay. That's so wise. I will be incorporating that. Okay. Anyways, this is just a really, really great product if you're lazy, if you're trying to edit down your routine, but you're trying to incorporate like more sunscreen. If sunscreen application is one of your resolutions, I know that everyone is like a huge fan of applying sunscreen. Like this product really is going to help you just like edit down your routine, incorporate that SPF 50. It has the vitamin C and niacinamide. So, you know, it, it claims that it can, you know, help with the hyperpigmentation, like wrinkles, all that. But I'm really using it because it's very hydrating. It's very calming of my, on my skin and it leaves me super, super glowy. And then again, I'm like very protected. So I love that. And they're available now at Sephora, Iris and Romeo. Yeah, I saw that. So good for them. Yeah, exciting. Okay. Have you tried this product? I haven't tried it. Remember, I loved Best Skin Days. So Best Skin Days has like more coverage, but this one I think you'll like for just like taking Gwen on a walk. Great. That's what I need. Love. Okay. My final one is a hair product. <clears throat> we know that hair is going to be big, pun intended. So Philip B. Philip B is a brand that's been around for a really long time. And I'm going to say this, and it's not meant to be derogatory in any way, but I don't think it's necessarily a sexy brand. It's not a brand that goes viral and that like a lot of people are like constantly talking about, but it's a tried and true. And I have been using Philips products for many years. They make an amazing dry shampoo that smells like black pepper. That is incredible. But I get a lot of their little tiny travel sizes. And so when I went to Texas, I had their weightless volumizing shampoo with me. And I was like, yeah, great. You know, whatever. I always take the detox shampoo from Way as well. But I was like, I'm going to take it with me and use it. And it claims to be volumizing. In my head, I'm always like, shampoos that claim to be volumizing, like, don't do shit. Like, <laughs> because it's like you then condition your yeah, hair and yeah. it's wet or whatever. I don't know why I feel that because I understand that there's more science to it than just that. But that's like always what's imprinted in my brain. I used it. I conditioned my hair, not with another Philip B product, just like on the ends, whatever. Got out. My hair was so volumized. Like it looked like I had mousse in it. It was crazy. When I blew it out, I was so impressed. And I think the thing that really sells me on any type of hair care product outside of it actually working is the fragrance. This fragrance is so delightful. It's magnolia flowers. Mm. So it's just, I really don't know how else to say it, except it's a bomb product with a bomb scent. It made my hair feel really great too. It has rosemary, green tea, sunflower, and aloe. So it has this like really nice conditioning benefit as well as like cleansing the scalp without stripping it. And if you just want to feel luxe applying a product because it smells so great, because like you and I have been talking about how fragrance is just... It's important. It's so important. You know, that Kate McLeod product, the aromatherapy of it was so important to me. I mean, every product we've been talking about, yeah, all the body products, yes. hair products, it, unfortunately, I'm sorry, it has to have fragrance, not synthetic. I don't even care if it's synthetic. I want it to smell good for me. Do we understand 
that plenty of people cannot have fragrance in their products because of certain skin conditions they have, sensitivities, of course. And that sucks. And I think those people would also say, it does suck that I can't have fragrance in my products because I want things to smell good. And I want to have that aromatherapy moment. But I do not care what type of fragrance, natural, essential oils, synthetic. I do love like a Garnier shampoo that for sure yeah. has synthetic fragrance in it. 100%. <laughs> yep, totally. And synthetic is not necessarily bad. Like essential oils could be even worse for people. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah, I should have prefaced that by saying that. But I think all of the products we've talked about today are more like a the natural sense. But anyways, I need to try this product because I have it in this little cabinet. You haven't. Oh, girl, get in there. They make so many great. They have this weightless conditioning water, which is great. Like I said, I love their dry shampoos. I mean, I'm just a really big fan of this brand. And their products are so like chic. The bottle, it looks really pretty in your shower or like in your on your vanity. Yep. I am a huge fan. If you are looking for a beauty a hair care brand that not every Tom, Dick and Harry is talking about, like we love those brands too. But I really like, I want to highlight the brands that not every single person is like shilling for on the internet. You know what I mean? And this is a brand that I think is not only like worth their salt in how they work, but just really smells so good. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. Love it. I could use some volume. What is your last one? Okay. Before break, I was sent a sample of the new Anastasia Beverly Hills Brow Freeze Gel, and I have been testing it, and I think I like it more than the actual Brow Freeze. Okay. So this product is not anywhere on the internet? No, it's out. It's out. It's available. Oh, I see it. I see it. Okay. Brow freeze gel. Wow. Okay. So it is the brow freeze, but in wax gel hybrid form, it comes in a tube and the applicator, they're calling it a triple action comb applicator. (laughs) Okay. What I like about this is that it actually helps to like really brush the gel wax through your brows like quickly because as you know Kirby with the brow freeze OG one like you kind of have to work quickly otherwise it just like sets right it's very thick and it's going to keep your brows in place but you have to work quickly so that's what I like about this the applicator is that it allows you to comb through really quickly but also I think that this is a little bit more forgiving than the brow wax because it has that gel I mean, I'm obsessed with Brow Freeze. Brow Freeze is just a great product, in my opinion. Yeah, we like did a... Co-wife. Co-wife, I want to call it, I'm because we were listening to Ride so much. Carpool. A carpool. I know. It's not a carpool. This, uh, that's a completely different podcast. Listen to Ride, but that's a different <laughs> podcast. A double wife. A double wife. That's what we call it. Okay, so I think that if you tried the Brow Wax and if you felt that it was too heavy too difficult to manage because it was too thick. It was giving you like scary, just too much of like a, what do you call it? Brushed up laminated brow look. And you're looking for something a little bit softer, which I think we are moving into that direction. Less of the laminated brow look, leaving that behind in 2023, going more towards like the, just embracing like our natural shape, but still giving it like, you know, a little bit of hold. This product is going to help you like just more lifted, a little bit feathery without it looking too feathery, too scary. Obviously, it's like travel friendly. You don't have to bring like 
the brow brush with you. You just have to bring this nice little tube. It is $26. I don't know how much the brow freeze is. I think it's around the same. If not like 24, maybe 26. So like the Rare Beauty one, we love that one. This one's definitely like heavier than that because it is like the brow freeze. But if you have thick brows, like I think that you need this product. I don't necessarily have thick hair brows, but I have found sometimes with the rare one, like I need to like go in at the end of the day if I'm going to like a dinner or something and do it again. Yeah. This one, you're not going to feel that way. This one's going to like hold your girls in place all day long. I feel like the rare one looks more like a gel, in my opinion, like a hair gel. And this one is like a waxy gel. Yes. Ooh, ASMR. That's like kind of a sexual ASMR. I know, I don't like it. I'm being honest. It's kind of... No, it's okay. So those were our wife's. I'm into it. Obviously, need to try it. Love it. I am a big bra freeze fan. So I didn't even know that they were coming out with a... Surprise! With a little gel one. Way to go, Anastasia. Okay, let's get into some beauty news. There were a lot of acquisitions and they happened right before Christmas, like the Friday or Thursday before Christmas. We're getting all these news alerts. Bunch of people had a really, really good Christmas. I'll tell you that much. I'm like, ho, ho, ho. I hope you took yourself on a vacation. (laughs) This is crazy. Okay, so K-18 got acquired by Unilever. No surprise there. Like, truly, I am not surprised. I think anybody that listens to this podcast could probably say exactly what Sarah and I say verbatim about K-18 is that They innovated something that was $75 that made people actually want to use a hair mask, like point blank. And literally everyone who used it was like, oh, my God, this product has changed my hair. Totally. And they were able to figure it out. Like, basically, they were like, the problem with people is they don't want to sit while they have a mask on and have to return to the shower. They figured it out. Obviously, they have their own molecules that they're working with and things like that that make it a little bit different from bond building and stuff like that. But all that to say, they figured it out and they went viral on TikTok and people just really love this brand. Was this like the fastest acquisition from like like a young a young company? I don't know, because also I feel Naturium like they launched in 2020, like 2019. Susan launched her brand in 2020 and they were acquired this year. So I feel like it's like a pretty close. Okay, so it's around the same time. Yeah, they just feel so young. But I mean, it was obviously a very, very smart decision on Unilever's part. Totally. So Suveen, who is the co-founder with his wife, Britta, and Britta created the Aquise hair towel. So like this is a hair care familia. Yeah, hair legacy family. <laughs> right. Like it'll be on their tombstone. Hair. Hair lies. Suveen and Britta. Hair lies here. Yes, exactly. Hair lies here. Okay. <laughs> Katie gets acquired by Unilever. I mean, this is no surprise. I do not believe we got a amount. No, it was not disclosed. Not disclosed. Which, friends of the pod, can you please reach out and let us know what happens when numbers aren't disclosed? Why is that? I believe Ju talked about it a little bit, but I forgot. Is there like a time period when like afterwards they can speak about how much it was? You know what, though? I think you mentioned this. So it's like they've signed in order to acquire it, but like the paperwork isn't finished. So maybe we find out soon. Okay. Okay. So that happens. And again, 
not shockingly, I'm sure it was for a pretty penny because they were like trying to fight out other bidders for this. Unilever was. I mean, I cannot even imagine. From like private equity to like other conglomerates. And then also, I noticed that there was a story where Unilever launched like 20 bond building products. And I found that really fascinating because it's like, okay, clearly they are acquiring K-18 in order to position themselves as a leader in the category. Totally. 100%. So there will only be more like molecular hair care products in our future. Love that. Then Dr. Dennis Gross got acquired by Shiseido. I had no idea. They just like slipped this under the radar. So this was announced and then I got a DM when I posted my newsletter talking about K-18 from someone at DDG that said, oh, DDG was acquired too. And I was like, what? When? And it was essentially like a day or two after. It says December 23rd. Yes. Yes. Which, major news. Number not disclosed, but I did reach out to DDG and I said, do you have anything to share with us? This is what Shiseido said. We are excited to work with Dr. Dennis Gross, a practicing world-renowned board-certified dermatologist whose work has attracted a loyal and highly engaged consumer base. And then they followed up and said that Dr. Gross and his wife, Carrie, they're actually in Vietnam right now, but they, they were confirmed to say that they will both continue to have active roles within the company. And Dr. Gross will still be leading the formulation on all products. So... Will he still be practicing, you think? Or is he going to hang his coat? Let the man hang his hat. Honestly. Let him just formulate and like be done. They started this brand in 2000. Like I can't even imagine like how many patients he still sees like on a daily. I love that he's still a practicing doctor, honestly. Yep. But he deserves (laughs) a break. Let the man retire, at least from that job. Yeah, no, exactly. Like still work on the formulations, obviously. In this press release from Shiseido. At the very end, it says the impact on our financial results in 2024 and onwards will be disclosed at an appropriate timing. So Mm, yeah, okay, because they're still the the ink hasn't dried yet. Yep. So we'll come back to you all with numbers. Okay. Also, if you were paying attention over holiday break, there was a lot of news about brands going to Ulta or now being available at Ulta. Like I feel like it was just like, 10 brands all of a sudden they were like teasing that they were going to be there but three in that really really popped out were Ula Henriksen now available at Ulta formerly just a Sephora brand correct Kirby Yes Ula was just specifically Sephora because owned by Kendo Okay so clearly that contract has ended now available at Ulta has Sol de Janeiro been announced or are they just teasing it still I can't remember. No, I think it's officially been announced. They teased it. It's officially been announced. Okay. And then it's, I think it's announced. Yeah. Okay. So that, again, huge brand at Sephora, now available at Ulta. And then today, as we are recording this, the news that Charlotte Tilbury is now available at Ulta. That's crazy. As of right now. Okay. So I reached out to several brand founders Anon. Anon. I reached out to brand founders and I asked questions because I wanted to know if there was something sexy about going to an Ulta, why all these brands are all of a sudden like in similar fashions going to Ulta, 
and what Ulta has to offer a brand. And let me just read a few things that I got from one brand founder. They say, like very quickly, Sephora is marketing for your brand and Ulta is the revenue driver. When brands go to Ulta after Sephora or Target, they're chasing more revenue. Also, Ulta is killing it. Look up their revenue for the past year. I looked this up and it disappeared, but it was like in the billions for the, I think, the third quarter of last year. And that was up 6% from the same quarter the previous year. So they're doing really well. Doing amazing, sweetie. This person also says regarding terms with Sephora, brand sign exclusivity periods when it is mutually beneficial, which is kind of like, duh, they tend to express revenue goals with Sephora and Sephora buyers can help them achieve those goals by allowing more shelf space, i.e. adding more products from the brand in store to promos, end caps, etc. There comes a point where Sephora can't offer much more, so the brand has to grow. And at that point, Sephora gets it. And it also says Ulta tends to be the accepted big retailer that Sephora and Target don't get mad at brands for going to afterwards. This person also says Ulta isn't great to launch your brand Mm. and that the brands that start there had no choice. And this person says, sorry, but true. Like had no choice in the retailer? In retailers. Sad. Which I thought was really interesting because I do think that Ulta has a problem launching brands in store. I think that it's more exciting when a Charlotte or a Sol de Janeiro or whoever comes to Ulta. Yes, when they're an already established brand. Yes. Yes, that has like notoriety and then they come to Ulta and then they're more available to the masses. I totally agree. And maybe that will change, but based on practice, that's how I see it as well. And like to this person's point, like they said earlier, Sephora is marketing and Ulta is driving revenue. I wanted to add that Charlotte Tilbury is actually not available until February. The news came out today, but they will be heading to 600 Ulta Beauty stores in February. And I'm sure that they'll be online at the same time. So, I mean, it makes sense because Charlotte Tilbury started at Nordstrom and then they went into Sephora and then it's Charlotte Tilbury. I think at, at some point you have to be like, we got to grow. We got to like figure out a new strategy. We've got to expand. And I'm sure Sephora understood that. And the next step is going to an Ulta, in my opinion. Uh-huh. 100%. I reached out to another brand founder about this. And they said, your suspicions are all correct. <laughs> because I was asking, like, does Sephora get pissy about stuff like this? Like, I mean, how could they not? They said, exclusivity contracts are up. That's why they're able to go out. They said, correct, Sephora hates this and it will def be tough on relationships. But I feel like at that point, your brand is already so grown that like if you're kind of willing to take that risk with Sephora, it's fine. You're not getting anything more. It it would probably be insane if you're a new brand. Yeah. If you've maximized everything you can get from Sephora as a retailer in terms of marketing and all of those things, then it's like fine. If we don't have the closest relationship anymore, fine. But I also think that there are probably a lot of brands that are maybe not getting the love that they maybe want at Sephora, and they're probably looking to go elsewhere, but maybe they're not at the level that would be beneficial for them to go elsewhere. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I would be curious to see how this affects the promotion of these brands, like obviously the ones that we mentioned, Charlotte, Sol de Janeiro, and Ula, because... 
I feel like especially Sol de Janeiro and Ula, I always see promoted on Sephora's Instagram. Have you seen a lot of Fenty on Sephora? Yes. You have. I feel like I have, no? I I felt like once they announced that they were going to Ulta, I didn't see as much Fenty. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, you're right. I actually have just been seeing a lot of Fenty on Fenty. <laughs> no. Okay. I, I do think that you're you're right in that, like, or <laughs> that I'm right, in that there is, a, it's like, <laughs> this is what happens when you're like, sorry, you're no longer my favorite child. Have fun at your, your at mom's or like <laughs> dad's. But you also have to think about it, too. It's like, if it's big news that Fenty's going to Ulta, then Sephora's not going to want to be like promoting the hell out of Fenty on their own accounts. Right. Because also they don't need to. They're not going to be like, come buy your Fenty stuff at Sephora. At this point, they're like, whatever. Like, you know, it's been here. Like, it's been at Sephora. Like, you know where to get it. And like Ulta has to, you know, announce the fact that they are working together. So this is the last thing that this founder said. Ulta is not sexy per se, but they offer distribution in an incremental way. Sephora owns all the major cities, but Ulta has penetrated the strip mall and other points of distribution that are pretty easy to get and get to and shop. Once you have brand awareness, there is a cap to the volume you can do in Sephora alone, so it makes sense to go to Ulta. Remember, Sephora at the end of the day only has 600 plus stores domestically and Ulta like 1,400. Oh my God, that's so right. That's so true. I was waiting for another founder that actually launched in an Ulta, was never in a Sephora, to respond to a few questions, but they haven't gotten back to me. So sadly, we will not have that person's input, but I appreciate all of the founders. Thank you for the reporting. You're so welcome. I am really fascinated by this. And, you know, like now I think we'll see like there's the Ulas, the Charlotte going to Ulta is wild to me because as I was saying, Charlotte feels like a department store brand to me. It does not feel like an Ulta brand. But like they have Chanel and Dior literally in store at Ulta's, which is I never thought we'd see the day that we see the Chanel C's in an Ulta. A hundred percent. But they are there and they are a huge presence. Like, I mean, like you walk in and the first thing you see, it's not even at the front of the store, but like the first thing you see is like the black Chanel Mm -hmm. kiosk. It's huge. And also too, like, we have to remember that a lot of people are still buying their products online. So in this case, too, it's a matter of like who has the better rewards or sales or offers, you know, like you're doing the math in your head, which speaking of Ulta is also revamping their rewards program. So it says here in this Pop Sugar article, sorry, Kirby, on January, <laughs> on January, <Why>? sorry. <laughs> On January 1st, the beauty retailer announced that its existing initiative would be enhanced with even more perks for shoppers, now called the Ulta Beauty Rewards, which has been changed from Ultimate Rewards. You'll still be able to get complimentary memberships, points on every purchase that increase per dollar depending on your tier, specialty promotions and exclusive discounts for platinum and diamond members. Customers can also get accelerated earnings with the Ulta Beauty Rewards credit card. Okay, great. One of the biggest changes is the available birthday gift options. So you'll be able to pick from like sample size gifts across a portfolio of brands like Olaplex, Drunk Elephant, Tarte, and more. They do that at Sephora too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So again, like the battle of the like offers and rewards, like it's just all about like, I mean, I'm so fascinated by people who are really, really good at that and who like get the Dyson Airwrap for like $10. Yeah. $7. I know. I'm I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed. 
We need to have someone on the pod who's like an expert at the points. No, literally, it's like extreme couponing. Like, tell me. Yes, exactly. So I feel like that is just like another layer to like having like a Charlotte available at an Ulta. Now, it just makes it that much more, you know, obviously available to the masses. But you're like, okay, where am I going to buy I need like a Hollywood filter. Who am I buying it from? Am I buying it from Sephora? Do I have more points there? You know, so all very exciting. Right. Also, I think we're going to see a lot more of the this launch is a Sephora exclusive. Remember Tarte? It was like every other launch. It would be like this one's at Sephora. This one's at Ulta. This one's at Sephora. This one. And you're like, I'm so confused. Totally. But we're going to see a lot more of that where you're going to like waltz into an Ulta and think you're going to be able to get the Charlotte Tilbury new whatever. And it's like, no, that was a that was a Sephora exclusive, babes. Oof. Wow. Okay. Exciting news. Exciting news. Tell us what you think. Are you excited that all these brands are going to Ulta? Where do you primarily shop? Are you good at your rewards and points? Do you want to come on the pod? Thank you, everyone, for listening this week. We will be back on Friday with another great guest interview. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Spotify so you don't miss any breaking beauty news or product reviews. And if you want to support us, be sure to follow us at Gloss Angeles Pod on all platforms and join our Facebook group. Plus, find every product we recommend on our website, glossangelespod.com, as well as links to the stories and news we report each week. You can follow us, your hosts. I'm Sarah Tan, that's S-A-R-A-T-A-N, on all social platforms. And I'm Kirby Johnson, K-I-R-B-I-E, on all social platforms. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started 